0: Welcome to the Behind the Bliss Podcast, where Mary Scott Mercer and Rachel Autry bring weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel
1: met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Behind the Bliss Podcast. Today is fun because Rachel and I are both on here. Hello. Hey. Um, We are just kind of going through a ton of personal transitions and thought it would be a good idea to sort of come on here together, give y'all a brief update on us, the
1: podcast, and all the things. So, hey girl. Hey, yeah, these are some of my favorites to listen to. We were just talking about that. I know. It just seems natural, or just chatting, or talking, and yeah, like if you all were to follow us on instagram or even just the podcast you probably see just a lot of change so we have had a lot of changes yeah it's the truth so we just wanted to update everybody there's a lot of fun stories involved and seriously the lord's hand is at work you know we wouldn't be giving him the glory if we weren't talking about what he's been doing in our personal lives so this is just an opportunity for that we're pumped well tell the people what's happening in your life Oh, goodness. Yeah, there are <laughs> lots of fun stuff. Everything good, which is so weird and fun and crazy. But, um, whew, Thomas and I just moved into a home. Whoop, whoop. That we own. <laughs> Panic. And we are homeowners and have run into all the fun things already. Like, oh, I don't think I've told you this, Mary Scott, but the other day we woke up and we walked into our laundry room and it smelled like. literal sewage (laughs) oh gosh what happened And I was like wait a second I don't think this is how laundry rooms are supposed to smell and we were doing some digging and googling and Thomas the handyman of course who he is was like I'll get to the bottom of it and he did and basically uh washers and dryers have or really all houses just have this filter and if it sits too long it like collects mildew grossness. No, it's not even mildew. It's just like literally smells like actual crap. I don't know how else to say it. Awful, awful. Anyways, so um, Thomas was able to clean that out for us, and now we have a great-smelling home. But before, it just was weird. It was so weird. So that's the thing. And then this morning, there was like a little trail of ants in our bathroom, and I was like, well, uh-huh. gotta call an exterminator. But the story of finding the home and it coming together and even the ups and the downs and the way that the lord's hand was on it and he and the promises he uh he just spoke into our hearts and our lives about this home was so cool and especially now to be inside of it and to be making it ours by just hanging pictures on the wall unpacking our boxes i mean our guest room is still a storage unit basically so that's fine but um i yeah that is a big part of our life that's going on right now well i um just
0: i am so excited to see it. It's, it's funny. We've said this on the podcast a lot, but our friendship is one that feels as though we go through the same things at the same time. So like within a week, literally within a week. So Rachel calls me and says, oh my gosh, Thomas and I put an offer in on a house. And I said, oh my gosh, Daniel and I found out we were moving. So (laughs) when, when Daniel was sort of um, at the end of the deployment, we found out that we were going to give the get the opportunity to potentially move to Columbia, South Carolina, where he is from. Um, and just a little bit of backstory. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Daniel's dad has pretty severe brain cancer. And so we have um, just a really dear relationship with um, his parents and my parents, but Daniel is just very close to his dad and his parents specifically. And so, Dano got a random email um, with the opportunity with his job to move to Columbia. And so we were like, oh, whatever, you know, we may as well just see what happens. I doubt that will happen because he just gotten chosen for this really amazing position to stay in Savannah and all this stuff. So we said, we'll just see what happens. We'll apply, whatever. Well, all of that happened, and we found out we are officially moving to Columbia, South Carolina. Not so. Um, which is so, it's all the things, but it's been crazy because obviously during this deployment, I moved in with my best friend here, put our whole stuff in storage. Um, But you know, the boys were coming home and that they're actually our home. Woohoo! We'll talk about that soon. But when they were coming home, obviously we had to find somewhere else to live for this like weird six to eight week period before we move. Um, And so we had to move us into this apartment um, and we actually bought a house as well. Crazy. <laughs> so within a week, Rachel and I both put offers in on homes and Dana and I will close on our house next week and we'll move um, sort of after Thanksgiving in the beginning of December. So we bought um, a really sweet house. It's a house that has a lot of potential um, but needs a lot of TLC. So it's going to be a fun fixer-upper project Um we're going to have to do a lot of lot of work to it, but we're excited about the project, and it's just been a little bit crazy. I, I think you and I both talked about a lot in this process of uh, no one prepared you of how hard it would be to buy a house. Um, yeah, for real. Or just in general, I feel like I'm getting to this new phases of adult life where I'm like, oh, I thought that was going to be hard, but this is way harder, and buying the house just about broke me in two. I guess probably because I was trying to buy it by myself, which was really I was hard. To say but... you were trying to buy it with your other half across the, <laughs> across the world. So there's that. It was crazy, but I think you're right, and you know just how the Lord is so good at ordaining where you are supposed to live. Like we put in offers on so many of our dream houses, and things fell through. And then you know everything with this house has really gone pretty pretty easy. I mean, I just think it's really interesting that we think it's supposed to be one way and we just have to pray that the Lord would divinely shut the door if it's just not supposed to happen. And so that's really been the story of this house. We're really excited about just what it can be. And, you know, like, it's weird. I feel like we're at this stage now in our marriage where I'm like, you know, I wanted to picture the house where I could bring my babies home. And that's kind of what it is. I'm excited to grow into this house a little bit and to grow our family and to just You know, host and do all the things. And I know you feel that way too. So, of course, we are doing that together, which honestly, I'm so grateful for because. Honestly. All the big things that you and I go through, we have to do together. I always joke with Rachel, like the moment one of us finds out we're pregnant, we're going to have to have the other one take a test. No, seriously. that probably would be what happens.
1: I know. I'm waiting for the call. that You're like, hey, I think I am. Uh, Will you go buy a test with me? Let's take it together. (laughs) Because chances are, if life happens how it's been happening, we'll probably be bearing child around the same time. That's fine. That's crazy. To be honest, if I had to share moments like that with life, with anyone, I'm glad to see you, Mary Scott. Um, back at you. Well, are you learning anything? Just, like, what are you learning
0: in this process of homeownership and the process of waiting and waiting and waiting and all, like, what are the things that you're going to, that you are learning right now?
1: That's a great question. Um, I was actually processing this the other day because there's, um, there's a few more other things that have been happening, which have been fun, and we might get to that later, but there's just so much good in this season that I can't get my heart in this place of gratefulness, not because I'm not grateful, but because I think if I can be completely transparent, I i mean, our show is great and our show is so fun, but a lot of the episodes you'll listen to is a lot of what people have overcome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like my life is very similar where I've had to overcome a lot of tragedy. And because of that, my heart natural state wants to rest in pain because... Um, Or self-protection. Or self-protection, yeah. Yeah. And so when I, like, have all this abundant blessing of, like, a beautiful home I'm able to create a family in and, like, we'll get to this, but a new career, like, crazy. And even, like, a new car and just things that have been big, big, big gifts from our father that, like, he wants to love us and wants to give us good things part of me wants to reject it and say no 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 because I'm sitting in that condemnation of but life's always been pretty hard why is it now great or when is the next shoe gonna drop I live in that place a lot you know so to be honest with you I'm learning a lot but I'm processing so slowly because I feel like my heart is in the middle of like this trudge I have to like pull it through slowly of being like this is good this is okay and the lord wants to give good gifts to his children so this is just natural this is who he is not because anything is about to go wrong or because you're doing anything necessarily right it's just a blessing because he loves you and so mm-hmm. say yes mm-hmm. so to be honest <laughs> learning a lot that being one of them but it's just strange i've never found my heart in this kind of place before And it's not necessarily a bad place i'm just i mean i'm learning a lot about myself in that's this whole awesome. process so that's where i am but Okay, I just need to know, I'm completely shifting gears because I'm sure everyone's on the edge of their seat. Please <laughs> tell us about Daniel coming home and what that was oh like when God. he, when y'all locked eyes and, oh my gosh, all of that. we have to know. You have to tell us. Well, can we talk about how I had to
0: get him at one in the morning? So like, you know, I'm just, I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I'm not quite a uh, night owl. I'm very much a morning person and I typically asleep by 9 30 so when we found out like it was going to continue to be pushed back push back push back to the middle of the night a I was like nervous because I was gonna have to drive like 35 minutes in the middle of the night to get him so there's that and then two I was like oh my gosh am I gonna like be you know awake enough to like greet him back to my life but it ended up being fine I think you just get it an adrenaline rush when you're like totally stress. so I like watched Hallmark until like 10 30 and then I was like okay well maybe I should like get ready to see him um and I think it's important because like we all have I think we all go into situations like big moments in our life whether it's you know getting married or getting engaged or I don't know, reunion or getting back together with your husband after a deployment. And even, no matter what it is, you have these like really um, hyped up just visuals of what it will be like in your head. And it
1: comes with a lot of expectations, right? Totally. And That's so me. I always make, I'm such a visual person. I have this dream scenario in my head. And if it doesn't happen that way, there's like an inkling of disappointment. Well, and I think I'm just learning the importance of
0: having a healthy expectation, but also learning to communicate those expectations. So anyway, I'll go, I'll get to that in a second. But so I, um, I got to the army base and was waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm like, okay, you know, you have these thoughts running in your head. Like, am I going to look good? Like, is he going to like, look at me the same? Like, do I look like, am I going to be you know, all those weird thoughts, like, do I look good? Like all those things. And anyway, so I get there, I get my little American flag or whatever. And, um, there's like, you know, all these families in the stands and these little kids and all this. And then all of a sudden we see these buses start driving by and literally having chills right now. And (laughs) I It it was like this constant motion of like, I'm either going to puke or like cry happy tears. Like it was just bizarre. Um, like, you can feel so much, like, uneasiness, because I'm like, do I know him anymore? Like, are we going to be the same? Like, all the things. So, anyway, they, like, get out of their buses, and then there's, like, probably 300 of them, and I put this video on, um, on Instagram, so you can go look, but um, all of a sudden, like, through the darkness, you know, there's music playing and like this huge herd of just soldiers starts walking by. And I'm also blind as a bat. So I wear my glasses basically all the time because contacts don't work for me. But I was like, I don't want Daniel to see me for the first time, like wearing glasses. Oh my goodness. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't know where he is. Like, I don't know where to look, all the things. Well, it turns out he's on the front row. I just don't even know uh, because I'm not wearing my glasses. So they like do their little salute situation. I'm For anyone who's, like, an actual military spouse, like, please forgive me for how nonchalant I'm talking about this. But they do their whole... Uh, formation and then they're like released to go find their families and so i'm like okay i have to put my glasses back on because i have to find him and i like see this guy who looks like daniel's body type and all that and i'm like oh i bet that's him but i was like too nervous to look because i'm like this is it and anyway like I, I i realized it's him finally and we like look at each other and i just like had to just look at him for a second like you just forget what they look like you know we're just so blessed to live in a time where we have FaceTime and all those things. And I cannot imagine what it was like to be a military spouse, you know, decades ago. But right. I just, you like talk all the time, but you just forget like what they look like in 3D, which sounds so funny. But I just had to like, look at him for a second. Like, is that really you? Um, And I like, grabbed his face and I hadn't even like kissed him or anything, but it was just like bizarre to like see them again in the flesh after nine months. It was crazy. Um
1: but of course I'm you not know. okay right now. I'm like <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am I want you to know I'm sitting in my living room like laughing, crying, rewatching oh. that video over and over again. Well, and I'm you, so excited for you guys. It's crazy. Well so all that happened
0: and like eventually you like hug and you like kiss or whatever and you think like you're gonna respond in a different way. But like I you know I didn't cry. I was just like honestly in disbelief if that makes any sense so we had to like go and get all his luggage and stuff and by the time we got home and all the things it was like 4 a.m so like the next week I was like recovering from an all-nighter it felt like basically Um, yeah so but honestly like the moment we just like got home and had a day it felt completely normal it's been really good I have been struggling just with um the whole dying to yourself thing again, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, like you think in your head, like I'll never complain again about laundry or packing your lunch or anything. I just want you home. But it's also amazing how quickly you forget about all of those things. The blessing and of having I've, him, yeah. yeah. I have been struggling honestly this week. Like just, I just got really used to my schedule and my freedom and getting to have my day to day worked out and Like, yesterday is a good example. Our dishwasher, since moving into this new apartment, hasn't been working. And so, you know, my dishes situation has doubled because, like, I'm cooking for two and this guy needs, like, three meals a day and snacks and all the food and all (laughs) all that. And I'm, like... Oh my gosh, I've been prepping for him and dishes now for like 2 hours today, which I didn't have to do before, which it sounds really like selfish to say, but I'm just keeping it real. Like, it has been really hard for me to get back into that um schedule, well, but it's a also, complete
1: lifestyle change. It and is. You have to get used to that. No, just have grace with yourself. I, I think I know. I know. I think that's so natural. You so have permission. I, <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling
0: a little bit of shame around that and just like You know, I don't want him to feel like, oh, you're back in my life. So crap, you know, I have to like be your wife again. It's just been, it's a lot of transition. And I feel like when I lived with Shay, I didn't necessarily get in a routine there either, but it's just, I don't know. It feels like a little bit of whiplash. So I'm just in the process of that. And I'm realizing just a lot of sin in my own heart of selfishness and a grumbling spirit and all that thing, all of that. And it just, it's sad to me how quickly it was. Um, I was able to forget just, oh, the beauty of being able to cook for my husband or do his laundry or fold his socks or pack his lunch, whatever it is. It's just crazy how much you forget. So I've just been praying that the Lord would help me realign my priorities. But, you know, I, we, we added on, you and I both, and, and this season added on a lot of stuff to our plates like this podcast, which is such an amazing thing, but it's something I didn't do before when he was here. Right. So it's just yeah. it's just a realigning of things. And my friend Shay Tate, who actually has been on the show before, said to me very gently the other day or a few weeks ago when I was talking about the deployment and how – I really miss my routine she was like Mary Scott like I think it's a lie to think that we're ever gonna have that perfect routine again because you're gonna go through another season you're gonna become a mom and you know it's always we're always adapting to life and so we just have to have an adaptable spirit and I'm realizing how hard that is for me so it's something that I'm learning about and really processing with the Lord and all of that but I mean again we're going back and forth here but you are also starting a brand new thing Rachel yes (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know. I feel like this show is just gonna be a checklist. It's like a catch-up session. It really is, and making sure everyone knows all the things because these aren't small things. So, yeah, I um recently had this really incredible opportunity, lean in my lap, um working at Shipped headquarters downtown Birmingham. So wow. I don't know if people listening know about Shipped, but. It's a tech startup company, which is really funny because I wouldn't necessarily call myself technically advanced, but here I am. And um, it is an app that is membership based, but it's a grocery delivery app. So um, you can, you've probably heard maybe of one of those before, but you can mm-hmm. order your groceries on the app, choose a delivery time, and someone goes shops your groceries for you and brings you brings them to your house, which is a dream. Wow. It's really fun and it's brilliant and it's one of those things I wish I would come up with my on my own, you know? Right. I'm like, shoot, right. that was brilliant. So, um, but no, now I'm lucky to be a part of it. Uh, it was started in 2014. We were just acquired by Target a few months ago for like half a billion dollars i don't think i knew that yeah so we are wholly owned by target but independently operated so we can do our own thing we don't have to wear khaki and red which is fun and then um all god's people said thank you lord amen yes (laughs) i was like oh wait a second we work for target so what does this mean but um we get to do our own thing it's so fun like I just need to take a quick second and tell you about this environment because I don't think I've ever been a part of a professional environment like this um yes very still professional but like you can bring your dog to work on Fridays they have free lunch on Fridays um you can pretty much wear whatever you want to work like you can be comfortable you can be business casual whatever works for you they have like Snacks on snacks on snacks in the break room because we're a grocery delivery app, so you best believe we got some good groceries going on. That would be such a temptation station for me. Oh, it's yeah. You, <laughs> got, I mean, they have a whole gluten free cabinet too, and I'm like, oh praise, <laughs> goodness. I know all the Lacroix flavors, kombucha flavors, like everything. They just take such good care of us, so that's been really fun to be a part of. But more than that, it's just fun to be doing something that I feel like I'm. I'm good at like, so I'm dealing with customer relations and making sure customers and our shoppers have the best experience. So I'm on what's called the experience team. So that makes sense. Um, And it's just been fun. Like I, I have the opportunity to be social and to make great friends, but also help people and solve problems and Mm -hmm. bring up solutions. And I definitely see this being a place I could be for, for a while Lord willing and be able to maybe um find different places I can help and serve people with my talents and my gifts so it's just been ooh, yeah going from working for yourself from home to going to working on someone else's schedule not at home has definitely switched things up around here in the Autry household and so just to give you an idea of a few weeks ago We bought a car on Sunday, started the job on Monday, closed on the house on Tuesday. Moved. And moved. Moved the same day we closed. Bless. And have just been in a season of settling ever since. But what is settling,
0: you know? (laughs) I think that's something I am trying to realize. It's like I have to learn how to create and maintain a level of like self-care for myself despite the season, because I think I get into this trap of like, oh gosh, if we can just make it till Dana gets home, or if we can just make it to Columbia and get this move and our renovations done, then I will feel less stressed. And I just think that's a lie. Um, and so I'm really trying to take, take what I can, um, in my day to day, whether that's like consistently exercising even for 30 minutes a day because that makes me feel normal or making sure that I obviously have my bible study and getting up at like that f- I just I'm, I kind of thrive when I wake up at 5 30 which sounds crazy but no matter how much sleep I got the night before if I can begin my day between 5 and 5 30 I feel like a powerhouse and I know that about myself so like if there's things that I can just maintain about my life in the midst of a crazy season I think I'm learning that's the only way that I can maintain any kind of sanity, Um, and I'm trying to debunk the lie that like I don't need to get to a certain place or destination to finally feel like myself again. I have to be the one to take control of feeling like myself no matter what I'm walking through. Um, So that's something I'm learning. And Rachel, I want to talk about something really fast, just about the process of life changes that were happening um, and the different jobs that you and I both have. Something I have been wrestling with recently is feeling shame around the idea that I'm not allowed to like multiple different things. Um, Yes. Dive into this. And I think that probably you're struggling with this too. And you maybe dealt with a little bit of the shame when you decided to like maybe step away from, you know, doing the website building and stuff full time. And I kind of feel shame around Um, doing the ministry side of my life and then doing the business side of my life, meaning like the Proverbs and podcast side of my life feels really worthy of my time, but I almost feel shame around the idea of um, the businesswoman side of my life and the beauty counter side of my life and the health and wellness side of my life and feeling like I can't like both of them. And I'm realizing that it's okay for us to like different things and it's okay for us to have seasons in our life where we step away from something and it doesn't mean one is more important than the other or we feel like we can't continue with one. So is this something that you've been struggling with? Like I'm just feeling like I have, like for some reason I put this rule on my heart that I had to decide if I want to be the ministry girl or the business girl. And I, for some reason was feeling this, like I can't make them connect and I'm realizing that I'm the one who was putting that gap there and no one else was. And so have you been struggling with just the idea of, Doing shipped and customer relations and the business side of your heart, with also the ministry side of your heart.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's funny because I was thinking through this, and um, I was talking to Thomas about this the other night. I'm like, of course, I want to be a light in my workspace. But there's a lot of people there that love Jesus, and there's a lot of people there that don't. And so, I want to go in with this mentality of like, yeah, like I want to be a light, and I want to reach people where they're at, and I want to be able to combine my gifts and strengths like you were saying in business and creativity and ministry and all the other things that I feel like push me and propel me in life and give me and were given to us by God you know what i mean yeah and we're, <laughs> we're literally bestowed upon us so yeah i i have been struggling with that I'm like how do i combine all of them and so two things on that one i felt like the lord just gave me the freedom and was like you don't have to compartmentalize or mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. whatever you choose to do with your gifts like that's on you You steward them how you feel like you need to steward them. And if that's doing seven different things with the four different gifts I gave you, like, run with it. Just make sure you do them excellently. Mm -hmm. Or if that's just concentrating on one thing and making sure you steward those four gifts in that one area, great. And also the freedom to step away from something that maybe isn't serving you anymore. Yes. So I just feel like it's a lot easier than sometimes we make it out to be. And uh, there's no... I mean, we really can't mess it up, Mary Scott. That's something nope. I've learned. We really can't. Like, if we ever get in the trap of believing that our tiny mechanical pencil can overcome the Lord's permanent marker penmanship on our life, like, we've we've been mistaken.
0: Totally. And
1: we cannot erase what's been written for us. So, there, I mean, I just feel this freedom on my life of, like, yeah, I love... Beauty And I love health and wellness too. And I also love creativity and being able to make something and share my life with people using the blog. And I also love having mm-hmm. a career and business things and 401k. Can I get an amen? amen? So I just, you know, wanted to find different ways to show my gifts with people. But by no means mm-hmm. should I feel like I have to stick to one in order to fulfill the Lord's purpose on my life. I think, like I said, it's a lot easier than sometimes we make it out to be. I've been in this place
0: where I've struggled with this and just with the ministry side of my job where I get to read people's comments all the time on our ministry platforms. I think a lot of people struggle with making the wrong choice and like, how do I hear from God about all these things? And I have kind of developed through listening to some of my spiritual mentors and people um, have kind of come up with this thought not really come up with a thought. I mean it's very basic. But like if you're spending time in the Word and you are praying and you're living in gospel centered community, you will ultimately make decisions and live a life that is probably aligned with what the Lord would have for you because you're gonna be living with people who will speak into you. You'll be living with the Holy Spirit's conviction and you will act in a way that the Lord would act. And so like we don't have to overcomplicate this. It's actually very, very basic. And so if you are sitting there and you're like, oh but I don't know I would just encourage you like open the open the bible ask the Lord, you know, God, can you give me fresh eyes today that I might see you and that I might hear you speak to me about this decision and ask really trusted friends that you know are also pursuing the Lord to speak into that. Like Rachel is one of those people for me. We process everything together. Um, And there's women at my church that I allow that are older than me or younger than me or in the same stage that I let speak into these decisions in my life so that I can make sure that I'm walking in a way that's worthy of the gospel and that I can can probably, probably, and guess what? If it's not, it's not that overcorrect. If you're not making some huge, simple, or drastic life choice, it's it's going to be okay. Like, you can auto and redirect your life. It's not a big deal. So I just want people to feel free with that today. Like, there is no, no, like, overcomplicating this. Like, I heard a sermon once that was titled God's Will is Whatever, and that sounds really, like, easy to easy to say or maybe like sacrilegious to say but like truly like if you're living in those steps god's will is whatever because you are ultimately going to make decisions and walk in a way
1: that he would have you walk i also felt like the lord told me you are not the hero you don't save people Mm -hmm. i save people and i use you to do that and so i just felt this freedom i feel like that's just the word for my season freedom but to Release all this pressure Mm -hmm. of doing it right and really I just felt like he spoke to me and said hey I love how I've made Mm -hmm. you and how I've made you is exactly who I want you to be Rachel I love when you use your bonk voice I love when you're goofy and you're funny I love when you make mistakes like I love watching how you fix the things and pick them back up and solve problems and ask for help like all of that is who I want you to be I, you don't need to convince people of who I am or persuade them or to state your case. like that. That's what an attorney does. But I've called you to be a witness, not an attorney. So really, all I need you to do is be yourself and share your story. And because of who you are, they will know me. So that's really what I've been learning. And like I said, freedom, I mean, pressure is off. I just need to be who I've been called to be and to love the Lord while I'm doing it and to be fervent in prayer, and worship, and scripture. And you know what? The pieces will always come together. So that's what I've been learning. I'm so excited to apply to this new season of life because, you know, new season. That's exactly what this has been. Those are my favorite parts of Rachel.
0: (laughs) Well, and going along that too, I've, you know, just even small things like dealing with comparison in this season of just social media and, you know, obviously our podcast is called Behind the Bliss, but I've been feeling like when when I'm tempted to look to the left and to the right and look at my life compared to someone else's, I feel like the Lord has whispered in my ear, like, just stay in your own lane. Just stay in your own lane. Like, stop looking at them. They're doing them and you're doing you. So just look to me for your for your acceptance and your approval and that you're doing the right thing because I'm the only one who can decide that not so-and-so who's reached this goal faster than you or who's doing this, this, and this and making you question whether or not you should do that. So anyway, um, that's just something I'm learning as well.
1: Jesus had a lot of job responsibilities and quote-unquote titles too. I mean, yep. he worked for his dad's carpentry business. He was a minister, a baptizer, yep. a rabbi. He was a friend. Yep. He hosted people and went over and was a guest at other people's homes. I mean, he had a lot going on too. So who's to say if we're supposed to be like Jesus, we have to choose one one thing at a time so we don't. Um, so if you wanted to look at the facts <laughs> and we're called to live like yeah. Jesus, then, you know, it's okay to have a few things on our plate.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Ugh, Love it. Well, Rach, just for funsies, are there anything – any things that you're loving right now that we need to know about? Oh
1: goodness. Let's see. <laughs> I know I kind of threw that one on, yeah. Trying to think. Oh, yes. So, now that I am working in an environment with a lot of other human beings, yeah, and germs. <laughs> and germs. I am obsessed with this hand sanitizer spray by the Honest Company. Okay. And it smells like peach and grapefruit and it's so easy to put on, and it's clean. Love that. Love it. So you literally just do two or three sprays on your hands, rub them together, and it's so simple for kids, too. So if you have kids and they don't like hand sanitizer or, like, the normal Purex, like, you could totally use – did I say Purex? Is that right? Is it Purex? Yeah, Purex is right, okay, good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You can use a spray – and it's fun, and it smells good, and it's easy to use. So if it's for kids, great. But it's also for me. I love mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. love it. And then the other thing I'm loving. Your new house. You know what? I am loving this new house. <laughs> I totally am loving a new house. And being able to decorate it. It's funny. When you walk into our house, our front room is totally done. Like couch. Rug, that's really all that matters, right? will check. Right, correct. And then you walk into our living room or our bedroom or our guest room and you're like, oh wow, y'all are new here, huh? But you just, <laughs> yeah. I priorities. have a feeling that's exactly how our house is going to be, especially because we're probably going to be living in a demolition zone. So there you oh, go. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, it's funny. I actually have a funny story. Our shipped shopper came to our house yesterday to deliver the groceries, which is fun. I'm dying. Um, I and love that. They never know I work at headquarters, which is also really funny because, like, I'm kind of, you know, behind the scenes and I know yeah. things. Yeah. And then they come into the house or whatever. And so we got the same shopper last night that we got our first night here. Wow. And Because, of course, I'm like, I don't have time to go get groceries the first night we were here. So we ordered them, came, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, wow. The first night she said, um, wow, are you guys just now moving in? This is so fun. Congrats. We're like, Yeah so she came in and she um she helped us like put away groceries blah blah blah, and she left well yesterday like two weeks later she comes back and she's our shopper again and she walks in and she was like wow this place looks great like you guys have really made some progress and it made me feel so good I was like dang right I have thank you Ruth you are so kind thank you Ruth I love it I I love love you Ruth yeah so um Ruth made me feel really good about this process but yes I do love my house and I love shipped I really do like not even because I work there I used it before I worked there but if you're on vacation or you don't have time to get groceries or let's say it's just crazy and you need to get some stuff to your house or in your pantry. It's just literally a brilliant idea. Um so we'll include this in the show notes, but I do have a code yeah. for you to get $50 off of a yearly membership, which is normally um which is normally $99, so you can get it for 49. Nice. $49 for a whole 12 months of delivered groceries oh. was just pretty great so i'll go ahead and include that in the show notes but i really am loving shipped these days i'm loving being a part of it it's been so fun
0: when we move to columbia i'm definitely hopping on that train because i know that that will be so amazing and they they have shipped in savannah but i'm just at this end uh, end point in my time here but that would be amazing especially when we're moving what are you loving these days mary scott i want to know um, well, I'm a little bit obsessed right now with a few things. Um, I've gotten back into making homemade cashew milk, which I need to share this recipe on our show notes, but I just forgot how delicious it is. <laughs> and this is going to make me sound weird, but here's the deal. So typically when you make nut milk, like if you make almond milk, you have to have a nut milk bag to strain all of what they call the meat because almonds have skin on them, Right. But cashews don't have skin, so they you don't have to um, strain it. So it's actually like incredibly easy to do. Um, and I just, you know, the more I spend with this health and wellness side of me, the more I learn about just added fillers, both in obviously personal care products, but also just in food. And I have such a gut issue that... Any additives like gums and carrageenan and all that, which is typically found in a nut milk, I can control by making my own. Um, So I've been loving that. It's it's like it's like dairy free heavy whipping cream. Like it's thick and creamy and sweet with a little bit of cinnamon. It's just delicious. I'm loving that. And then I know it's awesome. Um, I'm also loving making my coffee in a Kimex pour over. Um, which just, it feels like it's a much purer taste. Um, of course, all my things are food related per usual, um, and all of that. But honestly, I'm just really liking A, having Daniel home and B, um, With just buying a house and kind of being the owner, there's perks of just getting able being able to like take things over and change things, and so that's going to be really fun. And the holiday seasons and doing a lot of you know holiday wellness pop up events. There's just a lot of fun things that are coming in the next few months. So um, I'm just loving a lot of things. But with all the changes that we've been walking through, Rachel and I wanted to kind of share a little bit of what we were thinking about as far as the podcast, just to keep things excellently we have decided to start doing bi-weekly shows. Yep, true story. And that just allows for us to have a little bit of a more balanced approach to life as we do all the things, and then also for us to keep providing content for y'all that is not rushed or done halfway, but it's done excellently and that we have kept a really awesome... um, you know, a really awesome platform. And so with that being said, we hope everyone would understand, you know, there's people and podcasts that we listen to that take, you know, multiple months off in the summer um, or different times of the year. And I think this is just an easier way for us to um, segment our life in the podcast to make sure that we can do everything that we are doing well, speaking of stewardship. So with that being said, like obviously continue to recommend people to us. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, if you want to hear solo shows that are like, Teaching episodes if you want to hear more from us, more
1: from guests, like if they're specific guests, just keep us in the loop. Totally. I agree. I'm excited too because um, like you said, excellence is such a thing for me in this season of doing everything excellently. And so I feel like uh doing shows bi weekly will allow us to be able to focus on those individual yep. shows and be able to cater them exactly to who they're supposed to be catered to. Totally. And um and not that we haven't gone through all this with prayer, but It just would be neat if we could invite you in on the season with us for prayer and consideration. And like Mary Scott said, sharing with your friends, like all the ways that you could support us, be able to love. Because obviously there's a little bit of change going on for the two of us. (laughs) We could use all the army of prayer women and just, you know, people in our life right now.
0: Totally. And that's not to say we won't go back to every week shows. You know, as the podcast continues to grow, I think we're somewhere around 30,000 listeners or something crazy, which is amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. You know, we might, as we grow our team and grow our financial support, be able to go back to weekly episodes. It's just going to be a season-by-season season decision, I think, for
1: us. Totally. And who's to say we won't just pop in a random surprise episode in between you know (laughs) yeah there's that too so lots of fun happening around here and we're so grateful for all of you contributing by listening and sharing and reviewing and rating we are so grateful and can't say thank you enough seriously for just the platform you've helped us grow to reach people in their corners and to help get them out so this has been such a fun thing for me and with all the change we don't see this going anywhere absolutely not and like always you can find everything
0: we talked about in today's episode in our show notes at behind and we'd continue to love to hear from you so keep us in the loop and we'll talk to you next week see y'all
1: soon